You're listening to the Week Ahead podcast from Strong Towns, hosted by me, Rachel Quedno. This is your chance to catch up on the latest events and goings-on behind the scenes of the Strong Towns organization. Tune in every Monday for more updates. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and my guest today is our new summer intern, Connor. Uh, Connor is doing a collaborative internship with us and the geoanalytics firm Urban3. So, Connor, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Why don't you start maybe by telling us a little bit about how you ended up doing this internship? Um, I know you don't have exactly a typical background to be in this field, perhaps. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about that, how you got interested in this. So I'm a rising senior at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, uh, and I, about a year ago, declared an interdisciplinary major studying economic development. Uh, There isn't really a program at my school that uh, combines economics and urban planning and history and sociology in one cohesive program, which is what I really wanted to study. And so I decided to make the program myself using classes that are already offered at the university and all these different departments. So I started learning about uh, economic development and city planning and history and how all these forces have worked together uh, in America and abroad. And I started looking for professional opportunities to, you know, use this. And then I know that you also have a background in theater, right? Does that have any applications to what you're doing now? Yeah, that's sort of the other half of uh, how I spend all my time. I'm also a dramatic art major, and I've been acting in community theater uh, for about the last 10 years. And in college, I started acting uh, in the college theater scene and also producing as well. And I've dabbled into um, dramatic literature research and uh, sound design and all that stuff. So basically, I'm learning to be a storyteller at the same time that I'm learning about all these contemporary issues and city planning. And so this internship is letting me sort of combine all these different skills I've learned and uh, taking these stories that are been three that they've uh, discovered in the last several years and writing them, turning them around and writing about them for Strong Towns members and for a popular audience. And so if you've been reading Strong Towns for a while, um, you've undoubtedly seen data from Urban 3 as part of some of our articles, but it's something that like, we know that they have so much fantastic, informative data and illustrations, but we just haven't had the time to like really focus on making that a part of the Strong Towns um, message and content. So that's what Connor is doing this summer, and it's fantastic. Connor, how would you explain Urban 3? Because I feel like I call it different. Like I, like I just said, it's a geoanalytics firm or like urban analysis firm. Like what, how would you describe it after having been in the office with them for a few weeks? There are a lot of different ways to describe it. Basically, one of the many ways to describe it, and the one that I think makes the most sense to me, uh, is there a geoanalytics and land value economics consulting company. So uh, they go around the country and the world, actually, they've uh, done some work internationally, and they do what they call an economic MRI of a city to help them uncover their story through the lens of local finances. 
Ooh, so, economic MRI. I like that a lot. Yeah, they're working on a copyright for that term, actually. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what, uh, cities collect a lot of data. Some of it is open source sitting around on their website, and some of it isn't. But there's often a disconnect between uh, city planning and how they manage their local finances and uh, tax systems. And so what Urban3 does is they bridge that gap. Uh, they help cities understand um, exactly what happens to lead them to that situation, and they suggest uh, ways to improve their local finances. So what have you been working on so far? Um, you've written now three articles for us, and there will be a lot more coming throughout the summer. For our listeners, tell us like what you've been doing so far, and also in the office, because you're based in the Asheville Urban 3 office. I am. Um, I love it kind here. Of getting to like absorb all that activity. Urban Three, the, the the office is a really cool space. There's um, there's Joe, who is our founder and principal, uh, and he has been in and out as he travels around the country and then comes back to Asheville. But there's also a great team of GIS analysts uh, and you know other people getting stuff done around the office. And what's been great is that uh, people tend to work somewhat independently, but there's also, uh, I get to just wander around the office and ask these GIS analysts what they're up to, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they're always playing around with maps and data on their computers. And they'll, they'll tell me, they'll say, we're working on this project in uh, Minnesota right now, or, you know, California or Montana. And they'll say, this is what's going on. Uh, and often in conversations, they'll come up with, uh, you know, you really should write a story about this because they pick up a lot of fascinating anecdotes uh, and examples and stories. Yeah, they have a blog section on their website, but they don't really just have time to write down all the really interesting stuff that they find. Uh, And so they decided basically to hire an intern to liaise between the two companies and write down all that stuff. Uh, And so that intern ended up being me. And I know that you're definitely going to, and you already have kind of written specific pieces about specific places, but there's also, you know, at this point, Urban3 has been working for many years, and there are some trends that you can really notice when you look at the the data that they collect and the illustrations that they create. So I know that you'll be kind of talking about some of those overarching trends too. So exactly, it'll certainly be applicable for anyone reading it, not just like somebody from Lafayette, Louisiana or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting when you're reading uh, strong towns or listening to the podcast, you'll notice to see not only the same distinctive maps over and over again. Uh, it's the maps usually that have a black background and uh, they look like, purple mountain ranges basically because they visualize in 3d uh, property tax value. But you also see that urban three has a lot of uh, lingo and terms just like strong towns does. Uh, so last week I wrote a story uh, just sort of breaking down one of the more popular analogies that urban three uses to explain this stuff. So I wrote about um, how miles per tank versus miles per gallon as a way to measure a city's efficiency, just like how you measure a car's fuel efficiency. So I'm going to take a minute to tell our listeners about the next event on the Strong Towns schedule, which is our monthly Ask Strong Towns webcast. And that's taking place 
this Thursday, June 28th at 12 p.m. Central. That is open to all Strong Towns members, and it's an opportunity to get any questions that you might have answered by Chuck and Kia. Um, at this point, we don't have the capacity to like respond to every email that asks a specific question about your city, but this webcast is kind of our rapid fire way of diving into those things. So if you're a member, you should have an invite in your email. And if you're not a member, there's still time to join and get that invite. So Connor, before we close, um, I want to ask you if you've been reading or watching or listening to anything interesting lately. Yeah, recently I've been making my way through Guns, Guns, Germs, and Steel for the oh, first yeah. time. Have you read that Classic. one? Classic. I yeah. haven't actually read it, I'm embarrassed to say, but I have I think I've watched like a documentary summary of it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm, sort of, I'm at the point where I'm just now getting to a lot of the classics. Nice. But I really like this one. Yeah, that's it, certainly widely applicable for like the state of the world today, right? Yeah, you know, it makes the argument that these uh, differences in wealth and technology between cultures can be attributed to geography. And it's, you know, it tries to cover a lot uh, in a, it's a long book, but, you know, not long enough to cover everything. So, but I, I like it. It's a good way to understand. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy world out there. And I'm trying to understand it uh, you know, from these foundational ways. Well, on my end, I recently discovered a new podcast. Um, I'm really into like religion and spirituality. So this is called The Liturgists. And it's this like science, faith and psychology perspective on a lot of big life issues and questions. And the the speakers are fascinating and they have interesting guests. So it's these really, really long episodes, like two hours, but I'm slowly making my way through the backlog. So yeah, that's called The Liturgists. I've read that you're interested in um, religion and all that stuff, but I haven't actually talked to you about it yet. I have to ask, have you watched The Good Place? No. What is that? It's, I'm glad I get to get this plug out there. It's a show. Uh, it's a 30-minute network sitcom on NBC, and it's about ethics and philosophy and mortality. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's made by the same people who made like Parks and Rec. Uh, oh, but I love it's, that show. Yeah, Exactly. If you like that, you'll like this one even more. The premise is a woman wakes up in the afterlife and realizes she doesn't belong, but it takes so many twists and turns. It's basically like, uh, it's like lost or any of these like serialized dramas was a 22 minute comedy. And it's got, it's like Kristen Bell and Ted Danson and some extremely funny people. It's fantastic. I love it. Oh, that sounds really good. I'll have to check that out. And they have a podcast, too, where they talk about the episodes because everyone has a podcast these days. That is true. <laughs> I am embarrassed by how many times I start a sentence with, like, friends or my husband with, so I was listening to this podcast lately, and here's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, my podcast consumption has definitely been increasing even more this last couple of weeks. Before we close, Connor, I did want to ask um, – are you finding anything fun to do in Asheville for the summer? I'm, I've lived in North Carolina my whole life, and I've come up here for a couple of day trips. Uh, and I, you know, I went hiking in the mountains as a Boy Scout. But I love living here and just being able to roll out of bed and go drive 30 minutes and have an amazing hike, and then just come right back and, and do something else. It's like it's become a part of my routine just in a couple of weeks, uh, and it's amazing. And also, just the city of Asheville is 
so wonderful. What I'm learning here and the work I'm doing here is so related to just when I'm walking around downtown Asheville because it's such a special place. And I know that because the office is based there and Joe lives there, there's a lot of data that they've collected on Asheville over the years. So I'm sure we'll be getting some of that perhaps this summer from your writing. Yeah, there's plenty. Cool. Well, Connor, thanks for being on the podcast. And we're so glad that you're um, with us for the summer. And for our listeners, keep an eye out for Connor's articles um, at least once a week throughout the rest of the summer. So, yeah. Thanks, Connor. Thanks so much, Rachel. Take care. See you later. Bye. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org.